Hello, welcome to Soulmates Podcast. I'm Emily. And I'm Rachel. And we are doing our March K-pop roundup featuring a lot of new groups. Yes, a lot of new groups, actually. Um, I was surprised how many new groups came out with some singles this month. Well, you know, it's spring. It's new life, new beginnings. The winter is finally gone. The snow is gone. True, true. And before y'all say anything, we tried really hard to find the two boy groups we found this month. It seems like there's kind of a trend that the girl solo artists and groups are releasing a lot of stuff right now, but the male solo artists and groups, they seem to be releasing their Japanese albums right now. So we're really not going to cover any of the Japanese albums that are coming out, but there are quite a few male groups that are coming out with Japanese albums. Yeah, I'm not sure what that's about. Send an email to soulmatespodcast at gmail.com and tell us all the boy groups that we missed because we're stupid. Yep, so. Because we just didn't see it. (laughs) We just didn't see it. What can we say? So let's start early in the month on March 3rd. Key from Shiny, love him. He released a single called I Wanna Be. And this featured Jun Soyeon from G Idol, and she looks a lot like CL. Yes. <laughs> Not gonna lie, she does. But she is a very cool rapper. The first thing I'm gonna say about this, and everything else is related to this one thing. <laughs> he has a mullet. <laughs> and not just any mullet. A really horrible mullet. A really bad one. <laughs> We're talking, like, business in the front, party in the back. Partay in the back. And it's a bleach blonde mullet. Probably made of hair extensions. Yeah, there's no way that's his actual hair. It, he, so it was he got a purposeful a mullet. He got a weave for a <laughs> mullet. I want to find the stylist for this music video. And slap them. <laughs> and slap them. And ask them, why? Why? What does it mean? Rachel, what does it mean I to have a mullet? I don't understand. And Key is like a cute guy too, but they made him look so weird in this music video. We were talking about, and I think he looks like a dumb jock in the music video. They made him <laughs> literally look stupid to me. It reminded me of a Disney Channel original movie bully yeah. for a sports movie, or like, I don't know, maybe he was in the Mighty Ducks and he was mean, and yeah. he's like, hey, losers, and he has his mullet and like his motocross outfit on or something. <laughs> his workout gear. Yeah, yeah he's like, so you'll never make the varsity team, you idiots. And I'm like, the only thing that could have possibly made this worse is if he had a mustache. Yeah. <laughs> a mustache and a mullet. Two things that should never be together. That is a deadly combination. So music video styling aside, because that was not really that great. The song itself, I felt, was a little forgettable, if not okay. And I felt like their use of Jun Soyeon from G Idol as a rapper was underutilized. She also, wasn't really in the video. Yeah, she wasn't yeah. really. Also, Key is a rapper. I'm really confused as to why they didn't go that direction with him. I don't know. I mean, he's the rapper of Shiny. Why wasn't he doing a rap song? I feel like that's why yeah. this fell flat for me. Because, like, he is a talented singer, yes, but I feel like he's a more talented rapper. I just thought that the song was okay, yeah. but I'm not putting it on any special playlists. Nope. And the music video was so distracting, I could only focus on the mullet. Yeah. So it was very detrimental to my experience of this song. 
I feel like this is tough for Key to be coming out with stuff right now, too, especially as Taemin is coming out with stuff, and it is so much better, and there's obviously a lot more money and creativity going into Taemin stuff than his, like, one-off single. So I feel like this is a tough time to have released that music video, also. We all have favorite children. Yes. <laughs> so on March 4th, Soon-Mi from The Wonder Girls, rest in peace, she released Noir. This is one video where I really, really, really wish that there was English subtitles embedded in the video. This was such an interesting music video, but mm. I had a hard time following what the narrative was. Yeah. Overall, it was very focused on social media, specifically Instagram. There was a lot of references to that throughout the entire music video, and it was kind of gory, and I think Emily summarized it best when we were watching it at the end and said she's basically killing herself for the likes Yeah. on Instagram. That's what I inferred from the video, but I would have really liked to hear the lyrics. I felt like it could have had different connotations to like social media is killing her. Overall, it was like a very stark juxtaposition with posing for an Instagram selfie and like death and fire and spikes and poison and shooting herself in the head, shooting herself in the head and fun stuff like that. Yeah. Though this music video definitely started off with a bang. There's a birthday cake and it just Mm -hmm. kind of goes up in flames. I was like, okay, you got my attention. Mm -hmm. It's the same thing with Key. Like, I don't remember much about the song because I was so distracted. I was distracted in a good way Mm -hmm. with Sunmi. But listening back, it's a pretty good song. I wouldn't say that it was my favorite song that came out in March, but it is definitely a good, solid song. And I feel like Sunmi is very much a trendsetter, mm-hmm. so I'm going to be interested to see how other solo artists and groups react to this music video. Yeah, definitely. Alright, so the other group that came out with a song on March 4th was actually a new boy group. They are called TXT, or Text, I suppose. And this uh, song that they came out with is called Crown. I would just like to say, checkerboard pattern is the new trend. That and the 70s. I have seen checkerboard print in so many videos now, starting with Neon Punch and the last like five music videos I've seen. Someone is wearing a black and white checkerboard pattern. It is in. It just reminds me of Crazy Taxi and The Offspring. (laughs) It does, yeah. (laughs) And this new boy group, we can tell that they're pretty young. Yes, definitely. Yeah, so, sorry guys, I hate to be stereotypical, but I don't think I'll stand, because they're too young for me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's a little inappropriate for us to stand at this point, but if you are in your late or early teens, this is a good group for you to follow, for sure. They definitely have a boy next door aesthetic. They're wearing normal clothes. You know how K-pop videos can get kind of crazy. They're wearing like jeans and sneakers and sweaters Mm -hmm. and t-shirts, baseball hats. They look like boys next door. Very nicely styled, actually. They didn't go overboard, which I feel like a lot of stylists tend to go way overboard on some of these music videos. So I was appreciative that it was very toned down and it let their specific faces and hair shine through rather than it just being like, 
outfit. Look at our outfit. Outfit. Yeah. Outfit. There were a lot of tails and ears in this video. It was like doodle style. Yeah. And the lyrics to me, there was English subtitles that didn't really help connect the lyrics to the video for me. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's just something that's lost in translation. I feel like it was maybe more of a direct translation instead of having an actual human being go and look at the translation and make it make sense in English. Because they're saying, oh, I have horns, which I'm like, okay, that's why they have ears, that's why they have horns. And then you're my crown, or it becomes my crown. Yeah. And I'm like, what is this a reference? Am I being dumb? I don't understand the reference. Yeah. So. I feel like maybe in a sense they were saying that they're kind of a little bit sly and a little bit maybe bad boy, but then the girl completes them and then they're a king or something. Son, I don't, something no. like that. But uh, the song, just the song, I really, really liked. Yeah. It was super, super catchy. It wasn't over the top. It was definitely fitting for their age and their aesthetic. It reminded me of Seventeen a lot. Yes, yes. And I just had a really good time. And I will not stand, but I will put this song on a playlist. So next up, on March 5th, Dal Subin released Catch Up. And it's spelled K-A-T-C-H-U-P, Catch Up. The English subtitles for this song was just catch up, like C-A-T-C-H-U-P. So it's a play on words. Mm -hmm. There was a lot of catch up in this music video. Yes. Which, bright red, definitely lends itself to a good color story. Though, at the end, she's just squeezing the shit out of a bottle of ketchup onto this little doll of a man, and then she, like, puts it in his mouth. I'm like, yeah. oh, shit, man-eater. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was definitely a previous relationship. Either this guy dumped her, or she dumped him, and she's like, I'll catch up with you. And, I don't know, it, it was a little aggressive, but I'm always here for, like, a man-eater type music video. And it was very different from the current K-pop music scene. My dad definitely think that Dal Subin is a very unique artist and clearly that creativity was allowed to be shown in this music video that was created. It is definitely purposefully shot in kind of bad quality to kind of mimic the 70s vibe that the music video has. Definitely interesting sounds and the song changes halfway through to be a completely different sounding song. It was like a pop version of Crystal Castles. I have not heard anything really like this at all in K-pop. I mean, K-indie, there might be stuff like this. But this is definitely a unique sound for a K-pop solo artist. In fact, this is my favorite song that came out this month. I can't even think of a K-indie artist off the top of my head that sounds like this. So she definitely is a unique artist on the scene right now. Yeah, the music video was pretty interesting. The song was really good. It had a breakdown where... I was kind of on the edge of, I don't know if I like this, I don't know if I don't like this. And then the breakdown happened, I was like, oh, bitch, this sounds great. Yeah. (laughs) Fave. Yes. (laughs) So, definitely my favorite for the month. I really liked it. Next up on March 13th is Park Bomb, who has come back, yay, Ah! with her song Spring featuring Sandara. Dara is actually still under YG management, so thanks YG for letting her out of the basement. Yes. (laughs) 
Yes. You know, the, the rumor is that CL and Dara's contracts expire in May, so. Eyebrows, eyebrows. We're just waiting for the announcement that P they're gonna go Nation. with. <laughs> yeah, that they're gonna go with Psy at P Nation. We're waiting. We're waiting. So, let's talk a little bit about the song Spring itself. I, when I first listened to this, cried a little bit just because this music video does have the embedded subtitles in it and the specific lyric, when will it be spring in my heart again? I was like, ooh, girl, I feel that really intensely. Like, clearly she was in a dark place and this song was meant to show I was in a dark place, but I'm coming out of it with your help. And it was a really cool lyrical direction for her to go. Spring is also a play on words because bomb means spring in Korean. So when will you let Park Bomb back into the music industry back into your hearts? That's kind of the theme of the song. So it was sad and it, it touched me. Yeah, and this was an emotional process for her as well. As the teasers for this music video were being released, they were getting a great response online and she had released videos on social media thanking people for being excited and for basically promising that they're going to listen to her music again. Mm -hmm. And like she literally released a video of her crying and oh. thanking people. Ah, we love you, Park Bomb. If you don't know, Park Bomb was a member of To Anyone, Rip To Anyone. Rip. And she had this really big scandal in 2014 because she brought back medication that was illegal in South Korea, but it was for her ADD. So they made it seem like she brought back hard drugs to Seoul when in reality it was just ADD medication. So essentially, like I said before, this music video and this song is essentially saying, when will I return to the music industry again? I thought stylistically the music video was a little boring, but yeah. she looks beautiful and doll-like like she did when she was a part of To Anyone. And I love her high femme aesthetic. She's always been like that. And it continues into this music video as well. Bitch is pumped. <laughs> See, I don't know. I didn't notice that until you said it. And I was like, you know, yeah, she is a little bit. <laughs> she got some lip fillers. And I'm not saying that's bad. I'm just saying I noticed. <laughs> and Dara in this music video looked fucking good. Yeah, she, she looked, looked really good. so good. I feel like in To Anyone, they kind of gave her the really crazy outfits. Yes. But no. In this, she was really sleek and she pseudo-wrapped a little bit. And yeah. I was like, ooh. Ooh, I'm loving this. She sounded amazing, looked amazing. I really wish, though, that her and Park Bomb could actually interact more in the video. Yeah. You were saying they might have filmed on separate days. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the way that it was shot, it could definitely have been two shots laid over each other, and they could have shot on separate days. And that's why they weren't directly interacting with each other, which I is sad because I feel like that was a good opportunity. Yeah, they could have held hands triumphantly and raised them in the air or, I don't know, hugged or something. Yeah. I wish that happened. But because this got such a good response, I'm feeling optimistic mm -hmm. about more releases from 21 members. So let's move along to another new group. GWSN released Pinky Star on March 14th. And we were kind of confused if this was Cosmic Girls or if this was another group, but it, it's a new group, guys. It's new. And this music video I thought was pretty fun. 
Yeah, I liked it a lot, actually. JWSN is kind of a new girl group. I believe they debuted in the fall around September. So they are still a relatively new girl group. I think it was interesting that they have a cute androgynous person in their group. That person's name is Maya. Um, and they don't smile in the promo photos or the videos. And I love it. Yeah, she's like, no. I know. <laughs> smile? No. No. <laughs> I like that a lot. She has amazing pink hair, too. Yes. So I was really into it. And it seems like she is also the lead dancer. Yes. It kind of seems like that. It seemed like that from the video. That might not be true, but she has some moves. Yeah, I think, while I really appreciate that she stands out so much in this group, it is sad to me that none of the other members really stood out to me besides her in the music video. So I feel like the record label does them a disservice when they do that. The music video opens and closes with quotes to Pinky Star, which I thought was interesting. The opening quote says, We may be someone greater than we think we are. And the closing quote is, If you possess a unique strength, it must be used for good. Sounds very, like, Spider-Man-y. Yeah, it's, it's, (laughs) it's very, like, inspirational quotes at the beginning and end and i'm not quite sure why they were there because i don't know the song really didn't seem that way to me yeah i don't know but it's the one song that's still stuck in my head right now oh yeah this is my second favorite song be with you yeah yeah (laughs) and this video had my favorite choreography yes um they had like some intricate hand movements for making stars and i thought Mm -hmm. that was really cool overall I would say this was a really good video for a brand new group. Yes, definitely. I definitely recommend watching the video and listening to the song, and it is going on my playlist. It is a really, really catchy song. So the next song that we're going to talk about that was released on March 14th is Mamamoo's song Go Go Baby. This is a really fun, upbeat song. It's all about partying, which I thought was really fun. (laughs) Yeah, it was pretty fun. And, you know, you need a party song. My exact thing that I put on here was, this is about getting hyped, question mark. I don't know, I'm old. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It was a really cute music video. And it had a black person in it. (gasps) You don't see that too often. And it had a random white person in it. So, yay. (laughs) Yeah, and I also put here that it's kind of nice to see a song about partying and drinking culture in South Korea and not just a song about romance or a relationship. It's just about letting loose and having fun with your friends. Especially a girl group song. Yes. You know, we have Crispy Crunch and like Icon and stuff. I'm glad Mamamoo was like, let's get drunk, bitch. Yeah. (laughs) And the music video was super cute. And I just have to say, Hwasa looked... (laughs) Looked very interesting. <laughs> it looked interesting. Interesting. That's the word. Let's move on to Everglow. So they released Bon Bomb Chocolat on March 18th. And I thought 
this was a catchy song, but you thought differently. I thought it was catchy, but I feel like it changed direction so many times when I first listened to it that I thought it had a bit of an identity crisis, like SNSD's I Got a Boy song had a lot of different identities in one song. But when we listened back to it again, I didn't think that as much on the second and third listen. So it has 7.7 million views as of March 21st. And that's like really good for a girl group that kind of just debuted. Yeah, it's a relatively new girl group. I believe they debuted in 2019. And they're not owned by one of the big three music companies. They're owned by Stone Music Entertainment. Yeah, those that's like a second tier. Yeah. So. But again, I thought 7.7 million views was pretty damn impressive for a very new, very green girl group. Yeah, and something I noticed about this song was that they were not afraid to use autotune, and I would say autotune fell out of favor most of the time now, but Mm -hmm. this is like an EDM song. I agree. So they were like, bring on the vocal distortion, and it didn't sound bad. It sounded a little weird to me because I haven't heard that kind of vocal distortion in a long time, Mm -hmm. but I thought it worked. All right. Okay. Everglow. It kind of reminds me of Low Music Festivals. Oh, God. It reminds me of that. Just the name, not the group. <laughs> reminds me of a glow worm. <laughs> anyway. On March 19th, Dia released Wawa. Wawa? We think it's Wawa. I think it's Wawa. another one of the songs that I really, really liked. The opening sounded like Mortal Kombat. Yes, it did. (laughs) And I was like, ooh, are we getting like back into disco? Hell yeah. (laughs) It was awesome. It was a roller skating theme music video and didn't really do a lot of roller skating in it. Personally, I thought they probably could have done some more skating. Yeah. But it was still cute. It was definitely the whole music video and the song is a nod to roller disco. Doesn't sound like roller disco, but it's a nod to roller disco. And there was more checkerboard in this music video. Yes. (laughs) And they kind of had like a black and white theme for their clothes and so much checkerboard. (laughs) And of course, would it be a girl group song if there wasn't an unnecessary rap breakdown? Yeah. I feel like someone out there could just crop that out of the song. I'd listen to it more. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, then what are the rappers going to do? Sing? (laughs) That's true. It just feels like they could have incorporated it more because I feel like when it's an unnecessary rap breakdown, they're like, skirt the song and then it's like a rap portion and then they press play on the song again. Whereas if it was more incorporated, it wouldn't be so weird. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, this was a really good song. Yes, it definitely was. And I can definitely see it being remixed with some early video game themes. Yes, or some roly-poly. Some tiara. Yeah. Yeah. So on March 19th, Heiche came out with She's Fine. She's fine, she's fine, she's fine. the music video was okay and i thought the song was okay but i'm not remembering anything except the chorus and her green hair yeah it's basically like she's fine she's fine she's fine 
over and over again. I wanted to put this in the lineup because Heiche is kind of a popular solo artist. She's a little bit more indie and she just came out with a whole album entitled She's Fine. And this was just one of the singles that she released. So if you like the vibe of this song, I strongly suggest listening to her whole album. She's definitely got a cool girl vibe. Reminds me a little bit of Lim Kim, but Lim yeah. Kim is more, I would say a little bit softer than Heiche. Yeah. And the lyrics were co-written by Heche and Davi, and she talks about assuring people that she's fine. She's fine. She's fine. She's She's fine. fine. (laughs) She's fine. (laughs) And asking people to mind their own damn business. So I can agree with that. Yeah, I feel like this is probably the result of being pissed off that everybody's like all up in her business all the fucking time like you doing okay is everything all right are you okay is everything all right and she's fine. like i'm fine <laughs> yeah hashtag stay in your lane hashtag mind your own business <laughs> yes <laughs> so i can agree with the idea of the song but the song itself meh yeah it was a little meh so our last song that we're going to talk about was released on march 20th and that is i'm so hot by momoland Immediately, you can tell that this is a Momoland song. Yes, the aggressive trumpet sound (laughs) is a hallmark of Momoland's entire discography at this point. And somehow it was like electro jazz in the chorus. It was cute, yeah. It was okay. I don't know if I like it that much, but I'll tell you, I don't like this as much as I like Bam or Boom Boom, but it's still good. It's not bad. It's definitely not bad. And guess what, guys? There's more checkerboard print. (laughs) Trend alert. (laughs) Trend alert. (laughs) Checkerboard. Makes me want to get out my vans. And Emily, I don't know if you noticed, but they're dabbing. Oh my god. In this music video. (laughs) I've seen so many groups do the whip. I've seen them dab. I just... Oh god. Yep. When is it going to end? Red Velvet did flossing in their concert. Yep. They know it makes the fans go crazy. Of course they're going to do that. Like, is someone going to do the Soldier Boy? (laughs) (laughs) Wouldn't that that, be something? that that's for us old folks. So I think it's ironic <laughs> that Mumbleland came out with a song called "I'm So Hot." When don't hate me, K-pop fans, they are not the most attractive group that's out there. They they're all beautiful girls, okay? They are, but they are not as edited as a lot of the other groups out there. So I think it's really cute and a little empowering for generally average-looking girls to be like, "I'm so hot." Bitch. And when we say average, we mean like average, but they have professional hair and makeup and they're they're all skinny. Average for the entertainment yeah. industry. For the entertainment. Average as in no needles have touched their face. Yeah. <laughs> so also I think it might be kind of like wink wink, nudge nudge, I'm so hot. Yeah. But we cannot tell because we can't speak Korean and when it's coming off in a song, it's hard to tell the subtext yeah. and or sarcasm. Yeah. So we just thought that was a little funny. Yeah. <laughs> So that wraps up our K-pop roundup for March. And go listen to all these songs. I'm sure there's more. We couldn't cover everything. Yeah, for sure. And because Emily and Kyle are going to Japan, we did have to record this episode early. So if there is stuff that comes out at the end of March that we didn't cover, do not worry. 
We will talk about it next month. We know Newest is supposed to be releasing something. Yes. Card is supposed to be releasing something. Yes. And we just don't have the time to wait, guys. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. But we will definitely update y'all. We always do. Yes. So, Rachel, what is your weekly K-pop recommendation? My song recommendation is Jenga, which is actually by Heiche and features Geico. Ooh. Can he save you money on your car insurance? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> also, let me just put in here, if I have butchered H's name, I'm sorry. It's really hard to pronounce. So my recommendation is going to be TXT's crown. I actually liked it and I thought it was cute. It so was cute. if you like boy groups, go listen to it. I'm sure if you're on the K-pop subreddit, they're like blowing the fuck up on the subreddit. So... <laughs> Guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode. You can find Soulmates Podcast on Facebook, facebook.com slash soulmatespodcast. You can find us on Tumblr, even though it's dead, at <laughs> soulmatespodcast.tumblr.com. You can find us on Instagram at soulmatespodcast. You can find us on YouTube at soulmatespodcast. And you can send us an email at soulmatespodcast at gmail.com. You can find our podcast on iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, pretty much wherever podcasts are found. Just search Soulmates Podcast, like the city in South Korea. So clever, right? So clever. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.